0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: FM News Talk 97.1.
2: Saturday afternoon. Welcome, welcome to Right at Home with Rich. I'm your host, Rich Orris. Thanks for joining me today. And, uh, you know, I have plenty on tap for everybody today. I got a lot of stuff to talk about, but also I want to remind everybody this is about you. This show is for you. And for the next hour, you can call in and ask me any question you may have about your home, uh, maybe about remodeling your home, uh, you know, anything you've got going on, love to help you out. The number you need, 314-241-9797. And, and you know, so some of the things I want to kind of talk about today is um, res- the res- res- predicted recession a lot of people are talking about and um, how, what, what they're really predicting now and how that might affect the, uh, the building market for 2020. We're kind of changing that up and got some information on that and also what to expect from, you know, Mosby Building Arts design build process. I'd like to kind of clue some people in on some of that stuff. And then um, we also have our build partner is our latest division of Mosby. And to help me with some of the explanation of build partner, joining me a little later in the show today, I have special guest, a Mosby consultant, Jody Hall, who kind of kind of works on and heads that stuff up. So if you have any questions today, the phone lines are open. Feel free to call in. And the question that I have for everybody out there today would be, do you have some plans? Have you worked with a designer or an architect? Do you have plans for a project and you just, you're not sure what to do next? Well, we can help you with that process. And, uh, you know, if you give us a call today, you can join in on that conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Again, 314-241-9797, get you right in. And, of course, every week, let's not forget, I'll have my right-at-home hack. So stick around for that. Um, so one more time, for the next hour, here for you live, 314-241-9797. So, so I think I'm, I'm really excited about this, you know, recession market research that was looked at by um, and predicted by Zillow. Um, So I want to kind of, as we wait for some calls, uh, you know, kind of start with that and go over just some of the stuff that Zillow is kind of predicting of what will happen for, you know, this year, 2020, in the remodeling, building, home selling, you know, that entire Market. There's a little new construction type of information, but it will definitely be kind of touching on what you may have just heard a little bit from, you know, Bob and Eric in, in the show before me, we'll talk a little finance stuff because this all kind of ties together in these predictions. And then what happens with what, you know, we here at Mosby building arts kind of do, you know, we do for a living. So, you know, we've like everybody, you know, it's an election year. I don't even, I'm not going to get into politics, but, you know, we got Donald Trump running. We've got some great crazy things happening and, um, you know, a lot going on in politics. So everybody's kind of, you know, a little on edge with what might happen this year. So, you know, a lot of predictions and, you know, even here at Mosby, we've kind of softened, you know, some of our thoughts and kind of we're not, you know, we're taking some caution you know for the second half of the year with the election and everything so but and when you look at kind of how the the current trends have been you know it's been a little bit of uh, a healthier but a slower market but you know when you have that you know and we've been accustomed for that for for a little bit a few years so it's been going up it's been growing but it's been at a pace not booming not fast but it's gotten us over years to a really high place in the market. So a lot of, you know, when they when they go over and they look at panel, they panel experts on economics and things like that. You know, when they did that last summer, most of them, about half of them, were saying, Oh, we're gonna head a recession in 2020. That with the election and all the things that are gonna happen, there's probably gonna be another recession coming. And Then when they kind of looked at it again and a little bit later, you know, about a third of them started kind of changing their expectations. It kind of started to become a little more clear as the year progressed that, you know, we're kind of resilient, and the U.S. economy has been pretty much resilient and holding at a good slow growth pace for quite a few years now. So kind of late summer after some of that slowdown, you know, things started to perk back up into October. It started getting a little better, had great December. So it got a little healthier for consumer spending. And of course, that's always great. And um, that always helps out. The employers continued to add jobs. So we continued to see more growth there. The wages continued to go up. You know, so the threat of this economy, you know, and being so. Volatile. It's a real threat, but, you know, under a lot of the conditions, um, they're really expecting now that economic growth to continue and really not have any type of recession, you know, for the rest of this year. Now, this is all, you know, through a housing study done by Zillow, which is huge, you know, in the in the housing market and all the information they have. It's pretty fantastic. It's pretty phenomenal. So when they look at single family homes um, being built, it's still growing, but the houses are actually getting smaller. There's a lot of research on why um, with uh, the new millennials buying more houses and uh, older older baby boomers kind of downsizing. But we're still, you know, hitting some growth and they really expect that to continue on through the rest of the year so what's that mean for you well what, number one that's great because do your remodeling do your construction have your house built go ahead and continue with what you're doing because they're not really you don't have to worry about that quite as much and you know kind of like the stock market if you think about it it's all going to come back around we had one it came back we had another it came back you know, we have a lot of conversations about how long you're going to be in your home. And that makes a lot of sense, too, where it will come back. Even if we had one, you know, and you're going to you're, if you're going to be there 10, 15 years. Well, it took, you know, six years to recover, you know, from the last one and really start getting everything came kind of back around full circle. So that's well under that, you know, 10, 15 year mark. So, you know, my word to everybody out there is have us out check us out, go ahead with your remodeling plans. Don't let the election bother you. Don't let, you know, thoughts or predictions of a recession bother you. Go on with your life, do what you're going to do, and just continue on with those plans. And it'll probably help everything all the way around. So, But it was a very, very interesting article by Zillow. And if you wanted to look that up and get more information on that, um, it was called Bold Predictions for 2020. Um, a Zillow article on no re- recession for 2020. So if you kind of Zillow recession 2020 search, you're you're going to get, you know, pretty much to, to what that article was. And there's tenfold information in that. Um, I just kind of tried to hit some of those key notes in it and everything to uh, let you understand. So go there, find that. Check us out at Mosby. You can give us a call, 314 909 1800 at our office or online callmosby.com check out our website you can even look up you know scheduling appointments and stuff on that website so we're going to get into our first break of the day here when we return i'd like to kind of touch on our design build process but i'd also like to hear from you maybe your comments on some of this recession stuff Maybe you've been through a design-build process. Maybe you've been through the bidding process and you have some thoughts on what to do afterwards or some questions on what to do afterwards. We're here for you right now, 314-241-9797, or if you're far away, 866-455-9797. back if there's anything you need to know about your house any questions you may have you know walk around outside take a good look at it look at the gutters the roof see what's kind of going on and then give us a call and ask us about it we're live we got three more segments the phone lines are wide open for you three one four two four one nine nine seven nine seven I would love to get, get you in on some of these conversations, um, uh, see how you feel about, you know, what's going to happen this year with the, uh, the economy, the election, all the different stuff. Um, there's a lot of opinions weighing out there or, um, you know, anything about, uh, you know, kind of my question to you was, you know, if you've working with a designer and architect, and you're kind of getting things closed up and you're thinking, well, where do I go now? How do I find a great company? We're gonna touch on some of that a a little bit later too, but would love to hear your thoughts or questions on that. So one more time, 314-241-9797. And, you know, as a lot of people know, um, and have been listening for quite a while, you know, we are, Mosby Building Arts is a full service design build company we handle everything residential for your home from the first time we step out to your home through the designing the designers licensed architect on staff we have everyone to get the project figured out get you know to the to a great project and then we have the field we actually do the building too and we, we, we manage the building well. We have project managers that manage all of that. Um, and, but we also have the field construction people to do it all. So I'm not just talking about a couple laborers, a couple of carpenters. Um, and that's how a lot of the companies I worked for in the past was. I was a carpenter. I did framing and finish and different things like that in between. And everything else was subcontracted. And, you know, here at Mosby, we have every, you know, all the people on staff with licensed electrical, licensed plumbing. We have brick masons on staff. We have our painting division with all of our painting, painting people. Um, we can do the drywall, the taping, the roofing. We can get through absolutely everything. When we side a home, it's our people, you know, performing 80% of the work that, that we touch here. So, you know, it's a different scenario once we get to that building process. How we handle it, how we get through it is, is very, very, it's great, it's better. Our clients absolutely love it. We'll touch on a little bit about, you know, how we can do that later on um, without, you know, so much of that designing process. But for right now, I've got uh, Tom on the line. We're going to go to Tom. Hey, Tom, are you with us? Yes. Hey, what do you got going on today? Thanks for
4: calling. Uh, yeah, I I have an issue with every time I get a heavy rain, uh, the city sewer backs up into my basement.
2: Okay. And
4: uh, I had like a I had back uh, blow preventer, and it blows past it. Sometimes it'll break it, and I had a floor drain that had a compression plug in it that I siliconed in, and it'll pop that out. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's some crazy pressure in the life. And uh, I've been fighting with the city about it, and all the city tells me is I need a backflow preventer. I've had two of them, one that's in my clean-out outside and one in my basement. Do you know of anything that I can do to stem the flow of the sewage?
2: sewers backing up in the house? Boy, so yeah, that that backflow preventer is, is truly the only thing that I really know that, you know, they usually put it like either just inside of the home or just outside of the home, you know, where that main sewer line comes into the home and it'll, you know, let things out, but it'll prevent it from actually backing up and backing in, because the the other thing that I, I see and kind of worry about, especially the way you were describing the pressure and how much, you know, you're getting is if you actually get all of the drains to cap well enough in the basement, it could literally go up to your first floor. And then all of a sudden you're going to have that filling up a bathtub or...
4: Uh-oh. Was remodeling my bathroom and I had my toilet off, and I've already had that issue. But I, I took the cap off my cleanout outside uh-huh. and put a put a grate in it so it can flow out in the backyard instead of in the house.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: but I I didn't know if there's something out there that I didn't didn't know because it doesn't seem like the city's gonna fix the problem.
2: Yeah, there's there's basically what I've seen done in the past, and we've done a few of them in like kind of Clayton Brentwood, some of these areas where you know the sewers and the outside you know rain sewers and and the actual sewer from your home are still tied together is you know we've installed a backflow preventer in that main drain where it exits the house you know, right before it exits the house, and and it stops it, you know, before it gets into that pipe underneath the floor, and um, it it won't let you, you know, while that's happening, it won't let you drain out, obviously, because of the pressure, but, um, you know, it'll hold so much back, you know, you could use it a little bit during that time, and it won't flood your basement and all of that, so I've done a few of those, and that's honestly all I am – you know all I know that would take care of a problem like that. Um, all right, so uh, all right, no problem. Hey, thanks for the call, Tom. And I would invite um, anybody else out there too. Um, if you if you're a plumber, you're a licensed plumber out there, maybe or something, and you and you have a, a thought, um, we'd love to hear about it. If there's something you've done to help issues like this that you know I haven't seen, um, that would be awesome. Or if you have anything else for us, give us a shout, 314-241-9797. Join the conversation on some of this. So, um, so kind of getting back to this design-build process and kind of, you know, why we even developed this and how we even, you know, why did this even start when, when Scott Mosby, you know, took over the company from his father, And his dad was retiring and his uncle did architecture and he was retiring. And, you know, the big happy family was kind of moving on to the next step of their life. And he was kind of like, okay, wait a minute. How do I continue, you know, this service that we've been giving everybody for so many years? I mean, we've been a, a company for well over 70 years now. And so now he's looking at it and saying, "All right, well let's bring in all the facets that make for that great wonderful service. Let's bring in the designers, let's bring in, you know, hire our own on-staff licensed architect. These are employees of the company. So a couple of weeks ago I was doing a little thing about our drafters and what they do and, you know, how they got about that position and everything and So there's a lot of steps and facets of what we're doing and how we're doing it to get into those great projects. And then, you know, and and I've been here over 18 years, so I've kind of witnessed the field change too of we did a lot of stuff in-house and I watched us do more and more painting. And I saw things, we learned from our mistakes. That's the big thing. So it's like, all right, so now as we're working in the field, we brought in our own painters so that we can continue that service. And we, we got a, we got enough and a bunch of them. And then we started this and um, we started some other things and had some issues, tuck pointing and things like that eventually brought on, you know, our own brick masons to say, we do enough work. We can keep some people busy and we can provide much better service when you get to control those, those employees. And you're not, you know, totally reliant on whether or not that subcontractor shows up or if he's a hunter does he leave for two weeks to go hunt deer you know in the fall or does you know stuff like that where it's like you know things just shut down when that kind of stuff happens and you know if if we do that here at mosby well there are employees so we know they're taking vacation and we can fill the gaps and you know keep things moving and shift employees around and you know, keep it all doing. And you really can't just all of a sudden hire a new subcontractor to say, well, this guy's not gonna be here for two weeks, so we'll bring this one in. So we found more and more, you know, importance of the service of that field. And how do we get through the field portion of building? We've got the greatest design team, I believe, in St. Louis. We have the greatest process that gets you through conceptually. So you get to see a couple ideas. And you get to pick through it and really the measure twice, you know, kind of cut one, cut, cut one time process of don't mess, you know, mess things up on paper. Don't mess it up in the field or when you're building it or stuff like that and get it right on paper. So that way then you can have the process to get it built the best way possible. And that's really what we've come to over the past, you know, 18 plus years that I've been here. In really growing and developing that service through the design, everything, and well through into the field. So, when we're going to get into a our, our break here, and when we return, I'll have my hack, and then I also want to get into how we can provide those services for everybody out there, even if you already have plans or design
1: or things ready for you. So, we'll be right you back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go.
2: Flying through, just like I say every week, halfway through the show. You're out there, you got something for me. We got plenty of time. Feel free to call in 314 241 9797. And maybe this hack will spark a little uh, conversation with you. That, um, you know, I was uh, just kind of looking through some stuff on the internet. And, you know, I know uh, hiding your spare key to your house underneath the doormat just doesn't really work anymore. It's just not a great idea. So while kind of searching around, I found some creative ways to uh, hide your spare key outside the home. Um, they seem pretty clever and fun, so I thought, you know, I would share some of these. So real quick and easy thing here. Uh, so to hide a spare key, the, the one I liked the most was um, to put it in a medicine bottle. And on the bottom of the bottle, glue on a pine cone, dig a little hole, stick it in your, in your landscape there, so the pine cones, you know, sticking up on top there and easy to see and find for you and everything. And then you can open up the you know, bottle from the bottom and you can uh, you can also, you know, I saw another one where they did the exact same thing theory with a little plastic drain cap. So it looks like a little yard drain or just a rock, like a, a specific rock that you could find real easy. Um, but one, my other favorite one was um, behind a door knocker. So a door knocker right in the middle of the door. So basically what they did was they glued two magnets on the back of the door knocker where the screw would be, stuck the key in there, and just stuck it to the door. Now, you're going to need a steel door for this. So if you have a steel entry door, you can stick that on there, and then your key's kind of inside the back of that door knocker. Um, So And and another one was a, a fake outdoor outlet cover, like a weatherproof cover. So they basically just... Screw it to the wall, no outlet behind it, lift the thing, put the key in, flap it down, and it just looks like you would have an outlet there. Um, Another interesting one that might take a little bit of skill, too, is um, behind your car's license plate. So take the screw out of the license plate. you got to have a big enough hole in your key, but put it behind that screw hole, behind the plate, put the screw back through it, and always carry a screwdriver because you're going to have a little effort to get to it. And then, of course, you've got the good old-fashioned, if you know your neighbors, if you got great neighbors, leave it with the neighbor, or the other idea was bury it in their yard somewhere. Do the pine cone thing at their house, and they can do the pine cone thing at your house. And then, even if it got found, they wouldn't even know. They'd be, oh, this must be an old key, or it doesn't work. So kind of really cool ways... To, to hide that spare key. So you got kids coming home from school when you're not around, maybe they lost their key. You can have one out there somewhere. Um, you can find all these hacks um, on my social media every week. If you, if you go to uh, Twitter or Facebook um, at Rich Orris on Twitter and Facebook, just search Rich Oris Mosby. It'll take you right to my Mosby professional page. All my hacks from every week will be there so you can look back and see them and you can also go back in the, the podcast of the show and re listen to them there if I have a little longer version for you and add add some of my little spice to it. So hopefully that helps everybody out there. And uh we've got uh Matt on the line. So let's get uh let's get Matt going. Are you with us, Matt? Yes sir. Hey, thank you for calling in. What do you have for us today?
4: Um I have a patio doors that go out onto a deck over a walkout basement and they're like fake French doors now and I'm going to have to replace them and I'm kind of torn between a, a sliding door or putting the French doors back and I just didn't know which one would be better suited for the situation
2: um well really it it honestly depends on what you have on the inside and or the outside you know of that home on the deck or you know inside the home a lot of those patio doors you know are kind of in the spot of that eat-in kitchen area so there's usually like little tables there and then the door swinging in just kind of you know we change a lot of french doors for sliding doors to create more room inside the house
5: that's kind
4: of what we have going on now is the French door opens inside to the dining room. Yes. And I, I don't know if the sliding door is going to be just as economical.
2: Yes, and the sliding it looks, it looks door room. will be, um, you know, economic-wise, the sliding door will be about the same if you're going into the same door style, where if you're um, if you have like a wood-clad type door, um, or a higher end wood clad like a Pella, Marvin, something like that, they're going to be pretty close to the same price point um, between the two. If you're going from a, a, like a steel door or, or a common builder grade door to a vinyl sliding door, um, your, your price will probably drop a little bit going to the vinyl. Um, and raise a little bit if you go to a slider that's like a wood clad that's uh, a little better aluminum cladding outside and true wood that you can paint and stuff on the inside. It it might literally go up there. But another option is a French opening door that swings out. So they make outswing doors where if you have the room on your deck and you want the actual ability to open both doors at the same time and have like a wider opening to walk through, then you can also get it to swing out. So if you have a larger deck and it's not in the way of your table and stuff like that, you could go to an out swing. That's a little bit more cost wise than the in swing, but not, not a great deal, you know, but it would definitely, so that's kind of your options of how you could do that. It really depends on, you know, where, where you have the room, for the swinging door
4: so, um, as far as efficiency, what, what would I be looking for in like a sliding door to be most efficient? You know,
2: um, it's really just honestly buying up the food chain. Um, the okay. more, the better door you get um, the, the more expensive it's going to cost and the better efficiency it will have, um, you know, as far as energy efficiency and everything. So, It will actually, there are vinyl doors out there that will insulate just as well. They have insulated frames and insulated, you know, framing around the panel and everything. And they'll have triple weather seals that they will have the same energy efficiency rating as um, even like a Pella sliding wood clad door or something would. Um, and, and, And it will, you know, it's are you paying... You know, how much are you paying for that vinyl door? You got to get a great manufacturer that has great results and uh, all that. So at Mosby, we have our exteriors division that we go through all that stuff. We have a great line of doors that we use for the French and um, for that, that vinyl slider and everything that we can kind of educate you on why that door is better than, you know, some standard builder grade stuff and everything. Um, so, so yeah, if you're interested or anybody else out there, I would say, feel free to get a hold of our office and, uh, you know, we can come out and take a look at it. We do go out into Illinois. So we replace a lot of, a lot of doors and windows and siding and stuff throughout the year. So, um, 314-909-1800 is how you could call and get into there. Or if you go online at callmosby.com com, and uh, all right thank you all right hey thanks for the call matt appreciate it and uh, definitely a subject we talk a lot about is um how to how to get that the best way possible and the other thing i didn't you know we would touch on more when we come out and actually talk to you about the door is we're going to be analyzing the best way to install. So there's going to be a lot of talk about what's on the outside of your house. What kind of siding? Is it brick? Is it wood? Is it vinyl? And how does that door get installed properly the best way? Because you can buy into the best door out there. And if you don't insulate it well with, you know, the right low expansion foam and all this stuff, and if you don't air seal it and watertight it from the outside with the siding off, then you could end up with air leaks, water leaks. You could end up with the top of the line, energy efficient door, and all the cold air coming right around it and possibly water right along with it. And you've literally negated everything that you have actually done getting this door installed. And that's kind of, you know, one of the things that Our our latest division, and we've been doing this for years, it's kind of like our right bath division. I sold the first right bath for our company about two or three years before we even came up with the name. We were coming up with the process and how we go through it. And, you know, everybody is different and everybody needs different things. And so we've got our right bath, we've got our exteriors, we've got our right kitchen now. We've been working on that for years, but just started that up about a year and a half or so ago. So, you know, we've been doing kitchens for 74 years, but we just started up a, a new name and a new way to say, this is how we can get you through that process. So the different types of people get through the processes and all their needs are different. So some need more eyes on, you know, drawings and, and renderings. And some's a lot, you know, simpler to pick and choose through and get things done. So our latest division, Build Partner, is kind of the next step in, you know, we would see people that said, well, I already got my plans. I already have the room edition, you know, ready to be built. And I just want the best company out there to build it. Can you come look at it? And we've had that request for years and years, and we've done it at times, and we've done know and we finally said we should really look into this and then we can partner with some some you know architects and designers so if there's architects or designers out there interior designers that are you know looking for a great company to do the actual building of these projects you know we can do that now so so we're going to take our break and when we come back i'm going to introduce jody here for a minute who kind of heads this thing up And we're going to talk a little bit about what that process is and and how we get through it. And if you've got anything for us right in the end, or you got any questions about it, feel free to call in to 314-241-9797.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: All right, this is it, last segment. Time flies when you're having fun. We'll be flying out of here shortly like Superman, so this is the last chance to get in on the phones if you have a question for us. 314-241-9797. So right now I'd like to introduce uh, Jody Hall. He's a consultant from Mosby Building Arts, and he is the person working on this build partner uh, area of our company. So, hey, thanks for joining us, Jody, and and how's it going today?
5: Good, thanks, Rich. I appreciate you having me out.
2: Hey, no problem. And and you know, I always like uh, I always like to start off just you know, kind of simple. Um, uh, where are you from? And kind of tell everybody, like, are you, have you always been in St. Louis, or where did you grow up?
5: Absolutely, I uh, I grew up in Fenton. Uh, okay, lived, lived there most of my life. Um, went to Eureka High School and then over to South County Tech uh, for the last two years. Um, moved out to Kirkwood and now live in Crestwood. So it's uh, always been local.
2: Oh, awesome. Yeah. So um, thanks for answering that that question everybody has about that high school because that's how everybody relates everybody <laughs> right? to where they are, you know, in St. Louis. Um, so give me a little update on kind of your background. How did you get started Um and and you know what have you done to kind of get into the remodeling industry what brought you there
5: oh uh, sure um started really young uh <laughs> my neighbor across the street uh was doing his basement i was 8 years old and and we uh did it over the summer and it was pretty cool i looked up to him a whole lot and uh about the second day i lost his hammer and oh, no. <laughs> uh, and i and i didn't tell him until after 2 weeks I, he's like, I'll oh, just put my favorite hammer and stuff over there, and, and I was like, Oh no, uh, I have to tell you <laughs> something. I, I lost your favorite hammer, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, fast forward about twenty five years, I bought that house as an investment, and oh, wow. pulled the basement out of it, and there was Mr. McCutcheon's favorite hammer. <laughs> 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 so now it's mine too. <laughs> it
2: took you twenty five years yeah. to get it back. Yeah. That's. <laughs> That's really awesome. You know, I, I've definitely, I've got a house that I'll kind of never forget similar type of story that um, years and years ago working with my father, when I kind of first got into things and I bought one of them really good, big, you know, mag light flashlights. And um, I was up in a, in a, in a, some soffiting and stuff with it. And the drywall was tore out and and then later I was looking for it and I kept, man, I lost that flashlight. I couldn't find it, couldn't find it. And then I, I suddenly realized like about a week later or whatever, that it's behind that drywall in those soffits. And the only way to it is through the drywall. And I'll kind of never forget that house. Cause I, I, I often wonder if anybody's ever ripped that stuff out and found it in the past 30 years, you
5: know? <laughs> <Bonus>. <laughs> oh look, a mag
2: light, like it's a really nice flashlight. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I, it's uh, all of a sudden it hits you. Oh, that's where that went, or that, you know, it's like that's got to be where it is. Last place I had it, you know, kind of like your parents would always say, "Well, where did you have it last?" Well, if I remembered that, I'd know where it is. You know, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so hit you hit you a little bit later. Yep. Um, so
5: growing up, I, my dad was in construction and, uh, and was a plant manufacturer and, and uh, superintendent uh, for trusses and manufacturing them, uh, for homes. And we did lots of side jobs and basements and bathrooms and things for many years. And then about 99, um, I went into business for myself and for 17 years, uh, we had a family business and, and ran that, uh, operated homes, construction, uh, halls, home services for, uh, customers that we'd go out and do virtually anything, uh, to do with a home kitchens, bathrooms, basements. And, uh, now being with Mosby, it feels like a perfect fit, you know, with, with what we have going on there. And it just is natural and organic to, to be a part of that team.
2: Yeah, and, and that's truly, you know, the really good people, I think, that have a lot of heart and dedication. And, you know, we all kind of have a, a very similar story like that. Most of us have tried to have our own business for a while and realized that, you know, I, I, did the same thing where I was like, wow, watching my son grow up, I'd be, I was like, wow, he's like, I think he grew four inches. Like, when did that happen? You know, like, and kind of realized and realizing, you know, it's just, it's a lot of hats when you're trying to, you know, wear all those hats and be like the guy that's building it and the guy that's running it and the guy that went out and met with everybody and the guy, you know, and, and, it's just a lot of hats to to wear, and it's hard to be, it's hard to be great at five different things all at once.
5: Yep, you see a lot of great uh, contractors that are building uh, oriented and, and does a fantastic job, but to do business minded side of it is really tough as well. Absolutely, I was so fortunate to have my wife be a part of my company, and uh, she kind of steered me straight and yeah. taught me so many things that I I, I practice today. Yeah, uh, it's it was very helpful, and and it's just unfortunate that so many people want to do it but can't do it because you can't wear so many hats all without the support. Oh, absolutely. Definitely a great thing about Mosby. We have a unique, huge support system uh, so we can service customers and and service them well.
2: Yeah. and, And we each get to be great at the one hat that we get to wear while we do what we do, you know. So I'm not just trying to do good consulting and and figure out you know how to get to the end result of a great job for someone but then i don't have to try and worry about is the door going to be the right size when they order it because the project manager will double check all that and is the you know how does that job run and flow it's just a lot to do all the way through you know that entire process so and we've had a lot of people and truly in the past, they're like, man, we here, we love you guys, or we did this, we didn't realize, you know, the designing and stuff. So I've got these plans already, you know, would you be willing to, you know, take that over and kind of let me know what it would cost and and get a little bit more into that bidding process, which is the other direction of how you get, you know, jobs accomplished and, you know, not the same path isn't perfect for everyone. so. Um, can you want to just explain kind of the goals and who we're trying to work for and, and doing this, you know, Build Partner part of our company now?
5: Absolutely. Thanks for asking that. Uh, build Partner, it was uh, an idea that came about to service architects and designers to help build the projects for their customers. Um, that way, if you, you're you already working with a, an architect or a designer and you couldn't find somebody that you trusted to do the job, well, we're certainly there for you too. But I, the, the main idea is to, to work solely with architects and designers sure. um, to bring the workforce, trained workforce, to them. Um, and the nice thing is it's, it's the same workforce that we bring to every other Mosby customer, so they get that Mosby experience, just like the rest of our clients.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I've seen it so many times in the past, and I've had so many you know, clients of mine that have, that came to me because, you know, they went through that initial process and they've kind of went, you know, wow, I was getting ready to get this kitchen done. And the, 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 the designers were like, Hey, use these guys for construction. They're great. And then as they're in my home, they're like, wow, I'm just starting to not get a great feeling You know i love what they designed i love the kitchen i love what i'm gonna get and then they started talking about how we do the actual build and how do we open up the wall with the ductwork and stuff in it and 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 then they start getting this eerie feeling like boy this might not go so good you know and and uh, now i'm kind of wondering and i've i've dealt with so many clients like that where i can come in and really explain to them what needs to happen and make them comfortable and really have the knowledge and the, the you know, educating them,
5: yeah, you know, that's... on what
2: needs to happen so they're comfortable. And then they're like, oh, I, I do want the best company doing this. And we've done a ton of that in the past.
5: I think that's huge, uh, Rich. To have the consultants through Mosby, they have the experience of owning their own businesses and, and doing it for so long. To have that uh, that much level of experience to offer a customer is huge. I know. Thinking about it, I don't think of myself as a salesperson over the years, but you know, in in retrospect, I was selling myself for 17 years for myself. Yeah. Um, and but exactly. I, I look at it as as I'm helping someone, I'm servicing a customer and, and helping them solve a problem. Um, it's not a sales. It's it's really you're you're trusting people that you know are educated to do your your stuff. Um, and that's that's just huge. And in, in, to have a, a great company behind us to, to supply that to customers is quite Oh, absolutely,
2: quite awesome. yeah. And, and and part of that education, even though I did all that at first, um, even coming into work here, when, when I first came on as as a project manager, you know, over 18 years ago, they said, hey, call me up one day. said, we're going to send you to this training thing. And they started explaining it to me, it's like two days long, it's here, here's what you're going to learn about moisture and mold and, and and how to flash a house right and all this different stuff and they and, and I'm just kind of going oh okay like wow they they're gonna send me to school like that is so crazy and, and they said you have any questions I said yeah do I get paid for that they're like absolutely because we need good people to do great things so hey we're out of time thanks for coming by Jody thank you I appreciate it I want to let everybody out there know hey you can find me on my social media call the office. to get us out. And I will talk to everybody next week.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.